Hello friends, I am once again back in the Athens Fieldhouse to talk to uh, head football coach Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? I'm doing great, Michael. Excited to be back talking about football. Excited to see you again because every time you walk in, I know it's football season. The official, this is the official start of football season for me, is this conversation with you. Yes, sir. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's exciting. By the way, not that everybody cares, but NFL teams reporting today. Right. Football season all over the country. That's right. Right now. All right. So let's get right into this. You, uh, getting ready for the 2021 season. Your team begins workouts next week of Officially, is that correct? That's correct. And when do you start? Uh, we start, you know, which we're kind of unique because we also start school next week, uh, which most people don't start school next week. Uh, so we start school. So uh, our practice, we, you know, we really don't have a two-a-day schedule because we start school. So we just start our normal practice times uh, like we do when school starts, because school is starting. So, and, and that starts on Monday? That starts on Monday, yes, sir. Our, our freshmen practice in the morning, uh, and then our upperclassmen practice after school. All right, so that's really interesting. We want to get into a lot of this, but one of the things I wanted to ask about is, you know, what your schedule is going to be for practices, things like that, during the preseason. But like you said, because... Athens ISD starts on the second, right, and that's because of the four-day school week. Yes, sir. Right. Um, you guys are going to go right into a regular football practice type schedule. Yeah, we just go straight. We just go straight to it, uh, which is good because uh, we get in a routine and our kids get used to it, uh, and we don't have to go to two different, you know, routines before school starts and when school starts. Uh, we do get, you know, we get that extra. Friday, you know, on Fridays we'll practice in the morning the first few weeks and we'll practice that first Saturday. And so we do, we have a couple days that are different there early, uh, before we get to our weekly game schedule. Uh, but it, 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 we get to start a routine pretty, uh, that first week and, and stay with it for the most part. Okay. So we're going to want to talk about some specific players in a minute, but first I want to ask about your staff. And any important changes to the yeah. staff? We, we were blessed uh, to keep most of our core staff together. Uh, we had 12 high school football coaches, count myself, uh, and 10. We, we've uh, retained 10 of those. Uh, so we have two new staff members. Uh, we have a new quarterback coach and offensive coordinator. Uh, his name's Brad Udisky. Uh, coach Udisky has... He has 20 years experience, uh, coaching, uh, 14 years experience as offensive coordinator. Uh, most of those years were at Forney High School. Uh, and then he's been at Canton High School the last three years. Uh, and he brings a lot of knowledge, uh, of quarterback play. He played quarterback at SMU, uh, and played at a very high level. Uh, and we're excited about what he's going to bring to our quarterback play. Uh, you know, I, I had a large role in our offense. Our offense philosophy won't change. Uh, me and Coach Udisky will kind of co-coordinate it and do it together. Uh, but he, he's going to bring uh, – we're excited to see what he brings uh, to our offense and to our quarterback play. Our quarterbacks have improved, and he's actually been working here since March. Uh, and so he's – 
our quarterbacks have improved uh, drastically since he's been here uh, at all levels. And so I can't wait to see the next jump uh, that they take in the fall. He's all, uh, another big exciting news with bringing Coach Udisky is uh, his son, uh, Grant Udisky, uh, will be, who will be a senior, uh, will be, uh, an Athens Hornet as well. So he'll be a new face for the Hornets. Uh, but he's been a varsity player the last two years, uh, at Canton High School, uh, been one of their best players. Uh, and so we're, we're really excited about What's he play? He plays wide receiver, uh, and safety. Uh, and so we, he plays a, he's, we're gonna play him at a slot. Uh, a slot receiver and then play safety on defense. And so he's going to, you know, that's a big addition as well. So you, Coach Udisky, is the one new coach you had two? Yes, sir. The other one uh, is David Harrisnape, who's going to be our offensive line coach. Uh, coach Harrisnape is coming from Plainview, Texas. Again, another guy with a ton of experience. Uh, I think he's been coaching 18 years. Uh, he played Offensive line at Kansas State uh, under Coach Bill Snyder. And so uh, another guy that's played the position at a high level uh, and, again, has a lot of experience and is great with kids uh, and also uh, happens to have a son that will be an Athens Hornet. Uh, his, his son name is Slade Harrisnape and will be a junior. Uh, he's offensive lineman. It's uh, about 6'5". 280 right now, um, so we we think he has a chance to be a really good player for us as well. Uh, so we're we're excited about adding those two guys to our staff and what they bring to our kids. They're gr- they're great men, uh, first off, uh, and so we we're really excited about those two additions. And both on the offensive side both of on the, the ball, side, so that yeah. that makes a really big impact. I know that. The system isn't going to change because, as you said, I mean, that's something that you brought with you yes, three years ago when you came here. Right. But you talk about two coaches that have a huge impact on an offense, the offensive line coach and the quarterback's coach. No doubt. That's, you know, and that's what we're really, Coach Harrisnake, what, what really stood out to me about him is, you know, he, he has that, you know, you just sit him down and talk to him and, and you, he just has that toughness and that, you know, he, he grew up in Kansas and coast in West Texas, so he has that just West Texas Plains toughness kind of feel about him. Uh, and we've really got to, we really got to bring that to our offensive line unit. Uh, and so I'm, I'm really excited to see, uh, the improvements that we make there. Uh, and so again, both of those guys, uh, are gonna be huge additions. And they've both been working, like I said, Coach Udisky's been here since March. Coach Harrison's been here all summer working with our kids and, uh, you know, which we've been able, and I know we'll talk about the summer in a minute, but we've done a lot this summer. So it won't, it's not like we're gonna start, uh, next Monday and our kids not know who these guys are because they've already been hands on and going to work. All right, so big changes there on the offensive side, no changes on the defensive side. Last year, Big changes on the defensive side. Right. Second season, yeah, for the defensive. Yeah, that was. I'm excited about keeping all all six of those guys over there because, uh, like you said, last year we changed defensive coordinators uh, and we had, I guess, uh, defensive coordinator and one defensive line coach uh, was new last year. So we changed philosophies, and and I'm excited about year two in this system. Uh, 
of seeing where our defense goes. And because I had no doubt, you know, Coach Bigham is one of the smartest, best defense coordinators in the state of Texas. Uh, he's done this a long time, uh, and he really knows how to coach defense. And our kids just getting a whole year, which has been just critical for us to have. A, and, again, it's really the first time we've ever had a whole year to work with our kids since we've been here. Yeah, last uh, year, obviously, you had to deal with COVID. Right. Last year, we got we cut off in March, so we didn't get to do any of our spring drills or spring conditioning. And so, to you know, again, th- this is our third season here. Uh, but in reality, uh, it's really not uh, because we, we haven't had a whole year to instill our program and instill our culture. Uh, but on the defensive side of the ball, you know, we, we've had a great spring and we, we really feel like we got some kids to be really successful at what Coach Bigham believes in. Uh, and so re- really excited about that unit. So you've mentioned twice now about the summer. Um, and I know there have been, it's like you said, I mean, practice officially begins for the new season on Monday, but right. it isn't like y'all haven't been doing anything all summer right. long. Tell us about your summer program, how yeah. it went. We've had a really good summer, so we, we go, or we went, uh, we went six weeks, uh, four days a week, so 24 days. We went 7.30 to 10, um, 7.30 to about uh, 9 is our strength and conditioning phase where we, uh, you know, we lift, uh, and then we do conditioning, agility type drills, uh, the other half, uh, and then about 9.15 to 10, we, uh, we do foot, football. Uh, and so two days a week we did offense and two days a week we were defense. And that's, that's fairly new. Uh, I think, believe this is the second year. No, it's the third. It is the third summer that UIL has allowed uh, you to actually do uh, sports-specific drills. Before before three years ago, all you you, you couldn't go out there and coach them uh, in the summer, and so that that's a big deal, uh, a really huge deal that we've gotten to work with them for six weeks, and we've had our, our varsity team. Uh, we've had about ninety-five percent of our varsity team here every day, uh, and so. You know, we really feel like our guys are really starting to buy in and commit uh, to what we're trying to preach, uh, and, and that's how you see it in the summer because that, that's not easy. It's not easy for a 16, 17, 18 year old kid to wake up at seven thirty during the summer and get up here and do it. Uh, but we feel uh, if if you're going to be if you're going to be great at this sport, uh, then you can't just show up. In August and show up when it's time to practice. Uh, you you got to show with your commitment that you're all into this deal. Uh, and we feel like our older kids really have. We we got to work on our younger kids and get our get our younger groups up here a little bit better. Uh, but that'll come with time. But I couldn't be more pleased with how our varsity kids really bought in this summer. And like I said, we we had a really productive summer. We also were able to do a lot of seven on seven. Uh, we, we competed in seven on seven six times, uh, versus Canton, Eustis, and Van. Uh, and that was really great for us. We competed at a high level and, and got, we, we treat seven on seven. We want to get better at what we're going to do on Friday night. Uh, you know, a lot of people do those seven on seven tournaments and go to that seven on state, seven on seven state tournament. 
Uh, and we really don't believe in that uh, because seven, people, my experience with that is it becomes its own own entity. It becomes, hey, we're playing seven on seven. We're not we're not doing what we're going to do on Friday nights. Uh, and so we we do it versus other teams because we like to see other looks and compete. But we do it more as a practice format and just working what we're going to do on Friday nights versus other people. Uh, and so we got a, we got a lot of good out of that. And that again, really the first time we've gotten to do that because last year we didn't get to do it either. So it was really good for us. I was going to say you can say the UILs allowed this for the last three seasons, but Athens hasn't actually had a chance. No, first season you were just coming in. Right, second season we got hit with COVID. This yeah. is the first year you've actually had yeah. that opportunity to do a whole uh, summer program. So. Tell me, were there any specific areas? Now, so one thing you do have is you have two years now of film and knowledge right. and time with yeah. Athens ISD football players. Was there anything specific, any specific areas you were working on in the summer or you see yourself right. working on as we get into the season? No doubt. Uh, there were really two main areas we tried to address, uh, and, and we tried to design what we did to improve in these two areas. And, and the first one was with the with the amount of time we've had this spring and summer, we wanted to put a huge focus on throwing and catching uh, at a high level uh, and doing, and, and specifically, uh, you know, our drop back passing game. Uh, because, you know, our first two years, and our kids have done a great job picking up and we've talked about that extensively in the past, uh, about the shift uh, that we've tried to accomplish. And our kids have done a great job. But but we still, you know, if we go back and look at last year's film, uh, we, we still really weren't throwing catching at, at the rate that we expect to. Uh, and so we spent a lot of time on just working our basic, our basic, uh, schemes, our basic passing concepts, and just getting great at what we're going to do and throwing and catching as much as we possibly can with our quarterbacks and receivers. Uh, and so, you know, we really feel, and, and I hope I'm not wrong, but we really feel like this fall uh, we're, we're really fixing to turn a page and look different than we've looked in the past uh, due to, well, due to two reasons, the amount of time we spent on it, and then we have some really talented kids uh, coming up at those positions at quarterback and receiver. And so we, we feel like we're fixing to be way more balanced than we've been in the past because, uh, you know, we've relied heavily on the run game the last two years because that's what we felt like as coaches have gave our kids the best chance to win. Uh, but we feel like, you know, we're fixing to be able to keep defenses guessing a lot more. Uh, so that that was one area we really focused on. And the second area is we've seen, uh, and especially with the district we play in, it's a very physical district with with up front. Uh, you know, the offense and defensive lines. Most people we played last year in district were physically stronger than we were. Uh, and so we've spent a lot of time with our linemen group on really trying to focus on uh, gaining strength uh, in our core lifts. Uh, and so we've spent more time with those guys uh, 
focused on in the weight room and doing things that we feel like are going to increase strength. And Coach Bigham is our strength coordinator and has done a great job. Our, our gains in our lineman group have gone way up. Uh, like, you know, John Hayes, for example, uh, our, you know, our left tackle, mm. he was at, in January, he was, his bench press was 215. Uh, when we tested in May, uh, he was up to 270 pounds. Uh, and, you know, you could go across the board. Uh, he's power cleaning 265 pounds, uh, just, which is a lot for a 6'5 kid. Uh, and so just our strength in the, in our offensive and defense alignment have really increased because that's been a focus. So th- those two areas and, and we're, we're really proud of the way our kids have embraced working on those things and improved in those areas. Yeah, and it's uh, not not to go back over it, but uh, the first thing that jumps out at me when you tell me about those things are they match your new coaches as well when yeah. you're talking about that. Um, and, and we keep on coming back to that same thing. But uh, when you were here in your first year, you had a quarterback who for most of his career ran a run game. And then right. in the second year, you had a young kid who – was playing under the lights for the very first time. Yeah, and who had never played quarterback until we got here. Yeah, yeah. and so, you know, this was actually the first time you'll be able to have someone with any kind of experience of more than, you know, that year's worth of practice. Right. So hopefully that'll make a big difference. All right, so let's talk about, you know, the season because you're going to open up. Well, before we do that, let's talk about some of the players because yeah. we're talking about the quarterbacks right now. Right. And, and we were talking there. We were talking about Ty Arroyo, who, um, I, if I remember right, he was a freshman last year? Sophomore. Sophomore, okay, yes. and playing uh, quarterback for the first time. And, um, you know, he came out of the gate big time yeah. in Brownsboro, and it looked really, really good in it's well documented that the Hornets had the most horrible injury luck last year. Um, but yeah, let's not talk it, about that. Yeah, yeah. But it looked really good at first, and Ty looked really, really good. Yeah, we're man. We are, and I kind of hit on it earlier. We are extremely excited about what Ty's fixing to bring to the field, and I, I think. Uh, he had a very good sophomore year, uh, and progressed, uh, the progression he made from his freshman year to sophomore year was a huge progression, got way better. Uh, but I, I really feel the progression he's fixing to make from his sophomore year to his junior year is gonna surpass that of what he made last year, uh, because he has, he has been not only his ability on the field, but his maturity and being a leader and being here every day. Uh, man, he's, he has worked as hard as anybody in our program. Uh, and he's, we cannot wait, uh, to see what he's supposed to do on Friday nights. I think it's supposed to be pretty special, uh, because he has a ton of ability. Uh, but not only now does he have ability, he has really worked at becoming a great quarterback uh, and and giving him his, his giving him a chance to compete at the highest level we can also because of how he's worked in the weight room uh, and so he's he's fixing to be really good uh, and we we got really big plans for Ty. So. so one of the things we talked about before we turned on the recorder was the fact that there's only fourteen 
Letterman returning. Yes. You're going to have almost a completely new team out there. So talk a little bit. I know you've got some people coming up, some newcomers coming up, some right. people transferring in. Talk a little bit about the people that you're most excited to see starting next week. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, we've already hit on this, but I'm really excited to see our, our, our receiving core, uh, because we, we're fixing to have, we feel like a very talented and deep, uh, receiving core. And a lot of people aren't going to know these names, uh, because a lot of them haven't played on Friday nights. Uh, but the, we feel like it's going to be by far the most talented that we've been. And not only the most talented, but the reason we're so excited as a coaching staff, is our core guys that we're depending on to win football games on Friday nights have bought, you know, and I said this earlier, but have really bought in, uh, to what we've tried to ask them to do, uh, and being here in the summer, committing, trying to draw closer, uh, as a group, uh, and, and just love one another as teammates. Uh, and it's the first time we've really, and not to say these groups in the past, but we've loved these kids. They've been great kids. But, you know, this is the third year we've been here. And, again, the first full year we've been able to instill our culture. And it just takes time uh, for, for, for 16, 17, 18-year-old kids to come together and buy in to what these new coaches are bringing. Uh, and we feel like this is really, you know, we're, we're, we're starting to see it. Uh, and so, you know, th- this receiving course where I started there, you know, we, we had Daniel Stanley. Uh, coming back as part of it, uh, who played really well at the end of the season, uh, and he's had a great summer. Uh, he'll be one of our slot receivers. We talked about Grant Udisky, uh, who also, he'll be a newcomer, uh, and is a very talented kid, uh, as slot receiver. Then our third slot receiver that we, we see being a huge difference maker, uh, is Jorian Ray. Who's a sophomore, uh, and most people are, are well aware of his ability. You know, he started on the basketball team as a freshman, uh, and he, he was a very talented kid on our freshman last year. Probably could have played on our varsity, but we thought it was best for him last year to, to, you know, play with his, play with those freshmen. We try to keep them together if all possible and have a lot of success. Uh, and so we really think he's fixing to have just a breakout, uh, sophomore year. And then our outside receiver positions, uh, the same. A lot of, a lot of newcomers. Uh, Jermarius Moore, uh, will be a junior, uh, and he's had a great summer. Has, he's a very explosive player. Uh, he played actually quarterback on the JV, uh, last year just because we needed him to do that for those guys to be successful, but he's had a great spring. Uh, another transfer, Desmond Garrett, uh, is a sophomore, transferred from Malikoff, uh, and, Another very talented kid. And then the third outside receiver is Jaden Crane, uh, who is coming from the basketball program, had played football in the last two years, but is committed to playing football. Uh, and again, people are probably well aware of his ability. Uh, and so, and, and we have more, uh, really, but that those six are kind of the core group, uh, that, and that we think have a chance to be really special. Um, so. That's a, that's a pretty big core of receivers, yeah. particularly for a high school team yeah. as well, to be able to go six deep. Yeah, and, and I, like I said, we, we also Brinson McDill, uh, who, who may be prim, primary defensive guy, that's why I didn't mention him. He's also a transfer from White House. Uh, he was here, went to White House and came back. Uh, 
but he he's a very talented kid that also will probably play some receivers. So we a lot of depth, uh, and, and we're excited about seeing that depth of those groups. And then you know I, I didn't even talk about our defensive backs because we have a lot of young kids at defensive back. Uh, and some of those that I mentioned there will play some defensive back, but we have Trey Manning that's returning in the secondary last year. Jamari Manning, uh, who will be a sophomore, will be an outside linebacker for us. Jackson Styles will be an outside linebacker. Gage Friedrich, sophomore, uh, we moved him to safety. Uh, and so, Gage was one of those players last year that ended up everywhere. Yeah, he battled some injuries last year. And, you and, know, but, but he he came up with some big kid. He had a nose for the football. He did make a lot of plays. Yeah. And, and we really think he's fits to make a huge jump. So just our depth at the skilled positions sure. uh, is, is – and that that's why we're so excited. Uh, and, again, not only are they talented – but they've worked their butt off, uh, and they've they've committed to this program, uh, and so, man, we we are so excited about those guys, and most of those guys I've named are sophomores and juniors, uh, which which leads to another area of excitement because we're fixing to have them for two or three years. So, and one of those things that I've noticed in your program, I think most people have noticed, is the fact that they, like you're not opposed to moving people around the formation. You're not opposed to moving people around. So you might be telling me that they're a wide receiver. But that doesn't mean I won't see them in the backfield. That doesn't mean I won't see them. You may tell me that they're a slot. That doesn't mean I'll see not see them in another place. You you have a tendency to move these pieces around. Yeah, and we will. And I, you know, a kid like Jordan Ray, uh, you'll probably see him all over the field, uh, at quarterback. And, uh, and we, we, that, that's the other exciting thing about having the depth of of talent that we feel is is you can p- keep people guessing and you can have these packages uh, and you know you can move you can bring in a Jackson Styles at quarterback and move move Ty out to an outside receiver uh, and and do these different things because we have we feel like we have a lot of talented kids um, so yeah we're we're really excited really excited about our. Really excited about the depth, uh, and again about as much of the buy-in that these kids have shown. Uh, so you talked a, a second about um, uh, the Hayes, yeah, kid, and talk a minute about your O line and D line. Yeah, you know it all starts in the in the tracks. Right. And, and again, that that's the area last year uh, that that we were probably. Uh, most outmatched at times, uh, and so we're excited about our O line. Four of the five guys that uh, you know right now are projected to maybe battle for a starting spot uh, played on the varsity last year and had varsity playing experience, which is huge. Uh, and John Hayes, you know, John Hayes has been one of the leaders of our program. Uh, this last year, uh, he, he has not missed a day. He, he didn't miss a day of summer. He hadn't missed a day of anything. Uh, if we ask him to be here, he's here ready to go. Uh, and yeah, well, if you have one of them Hayes boys on your offensive line, yeah, they're pretty, you know that they're going to be doing some leading. They're pretty special kids. Yeah. Uh, and so we're, we're really excited about John leading that group. Uh, Ivan Pinedo, uh, is a junior. He started every down. Last year, the right tackle position. Uh, Dylan Normandon, 
uh, played about four or five games last year. He'll be a junior. Uh, we, we expect big things out of him. We talked about the move in Slade Harris-Nape. Uh, we also have Garrett Rhodes returning that played uh, every game last year. And so we're excited about that group on the offensive line. Defensive line-wise, same. Uh, we have a lot of guys returning. Hunter White uh, was a freshman last year, and Dylan Grubbs was a sophomore, so they'll be sophomores and juniors this year. They, they were our starting defensive tackles. Uh, Marco Rocha, uh, who was a junior, started de- – or he was uh, – a he was in the rotation at defensive end last year. Uh, he, we look for big things out of him. And then we also got to move in Dakota Tate, uh, who's a big old strong, good athletic kid. Uh, he moved in. He, we, we have huge expectations from him at defensive end and maybe a defensive tackle as well. So we, we feel like we have kids on the line that have played in those Friday night battles before. Uh, and again, I talked about the increase in strength that we've had from those kids. We, we really think they're going to be a lot better equipped to go to battle against the people we have to go to a battle, battle against. And, you know, you go back and look at last year and, and it wasn't those kids fault. Uh, you know, you talk about the C word again, COVID, uh, you know, without having from March to July, we could, we did not see our kids. And again, neither did other people, uh, but we were kind of behind in that category. And so that really hurt us. Uh, and that really hurt those kids because we didn't have those times to focus on gaining strength and learning our system. But, uh, again, having this whole year, uh, we, we think it's really going to benefit our kids playing in the trenches. All right, well, we are excited for a new season of Hornet football. It all starts in unaffected, well, August 13th, first scrimmage in Kaufman, uh, then a scrimmage here at home, the 19th against Canton, and then the opener at Brownsboro. Um, so we're going to be talking about a lot of football in the coming weeks, Coach. Yes, sir, I'm excited. We, and again, I hope, hope you can tell by... By uh, by my tone, uh, that this is the most excited I've been in about a season in a long time. People talk about our district, and and you know, not many people are giving us a chance to compete in the district, and, and they probably shouldn't based on previous, uh, previous last year, previous battles between these teams. Uh, but I promise everybody in this building, uh, thanks and knows that the Athens Hornets uh, are going to be right there uh, at the end of the season with the best of the best. Uh, and so that that's what we came here to do, and we, we feel like we're still moving in that direction, and we can't wait uh, to strap it on. All right, I don't know how we can finish up any better than that. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, fans. Hornet fans, we'll be talking with the Coach all season long covering Athens Hornets football. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for coming.